Welcome to Double Fries No Slaw. We've got a pop-up episode, um, special, I guess, kind of betting episode, some NFL insights, some college football talk with Amanda Vance. Amanda is an Instagram sports personality, former cheerleader for the Miami Dolphins, and now six or so in just about everything from the betting world um, all over the place. So, Amanda, thank you so much for joining us tonight. How are you doing? I'm doing good. Thanks for having me. Awesome. Can't awesome. wait to talk crap about your Seminoles. Oh, yeah, well, we were talking about kicking a we were just talking about dogs before we got started, but yeah, talk about kicking a dog while he's down. Um <laughs> double fries, no slaw. Thank you for joining us. Um, talk to us a little bit about your background. Let's jump right into it. How did you talk to us about like just your background in the sports world? We talked about um being a former Dolphins cheerleader. Let's start there and then we'll kind of spin off of that. Yeah, so my dad was a crazy Midwestern sports guy, a former Buckeye, grew up in Pittsburgh, and he wanted a boy. And my grandpa had a very bad gambling addiction. So that's got me into, I guess, the sports gambling thing. And yes, I formally cheered for the Dolphins right out of high school. I grew up a dancer and loved sports, and it was the perfect mix. Um, and then my second season, the Dolphins went to Pittsburgh for their first playoff game, got their asses handed to them. And I was like, all right, time to retire. And then I kind of went off on my own, built my social media, um, started out with interviews, interviewed some big guys like Nick Bosa, Alan Lazard, Adrian Peterson, kind of off the bat. And then from there, gained some credibility and then realized that the money is in sports gambling. And as it becomes more and more legal, there's so much opportunity and not a lot of people were doing it on social media. So that's where I kind of found it as my unique little forte. Um, and I've just been growing and growing with it. And it's, it's a lot of fun. And I thought it was just football and then football season ended. And I realized more people actually gamble on March madness. And it just began, it just became this huge thing. And now I'm super involved with it. And i I'm just going to keep going. Um, how, when was it, when was it that you were there with the dolphins? Uh, 2016, I believe. Okay. Um, thoughts on Tua real quick. A lot of people. He's a, he's a college quarterback. In my opinion, you don't go 17 for 22, 70 yards in the NFL. I think he waits for guys to get open like they did at Alabama. And I don't necessarily think he has it down yet. Um, I don't like him. I think they should have grabbed Herbert and they could have been a Super Bowl caliber team, but mm, that's I like it. my opinion. <laughs> I'm, I'm all for pissing off the Miami. Um, <laughs> Me too. Should they the Miami fans. Should they trade for Deshaun Watson? Well, the, I, in my opinion, they're win, they need to have win now mentality because they keep doing these things where they are, oh, we have these picks in 2022, 2023, but you have these big time defensive players and tight end like Jacecki, like they're going to want big time money next year and you can't pay them. You have the team around you now. So realistically, if they, if they had a guy like Deshaun Watson, I think they could, you know, win a Super Bowl in the next year or two, but I don't know what's going on with him. And there's, there's a reason they're not doing it. And who knows what this guy is actually going to be guilty of. And if he'll ever play football again, I, I don't know. He's welcome in Pittsburgh with open arms. We'll take him. <laughs> Miami doesn't want him. <laughs> Generational talent, nonetheless. Like he he obviously would make any team really great. Okay, so um, 
with the Steelers now, not with the Steelers now, but big Steelers fan, big oh. Ohio State fan. So you rode the wave of highs and lows this weekend, much like we did. Yeah. Um, we'll we'll jump Oregon's into some good, of that. No, Oregon's a good team. So that that and you know, it's funny. My dad called me the morning of the game, and I was like, oh, I'm gonna take I'm gonna take the Buckeyes to cover. I'm gonna take the Buckeyes to cover. My dad's like, eh, don't do it. I'm like, why? And he's and I I agree they looked really slow last week against Minnesota. They they started off really slow, the Buckeyes, and something just didn't look right. Like they looked worse than last year. Um, so I, I can't say I'm too shocked about how they played this weekend. But do, what do you guys think about your uh your seminals? Because last week against Notre Dame, it was like, okay, either Notre Dame's just really bad or maybe FSU's good. And then this weekend, I feel like Notre Dame barely beat who was it? Somebody real shitty. It was Toledo. Yeah. Toledo. Yeah. They barely beat Toledo. And I was like, all right, maybe they're both just bad. So he, yeah. here's what happened, in my opinion. And this was Coach Norvell got a little too high on himself after that Notre Dame game, assumed, listen, we're gonna beat Jacksonville State no matter what. Let's get ready for Wake Forest. Let's start putting in plays and giving right. Wake Forest looks on tape. And we're not good enough to overlook anybody. And uh, I was hoping after the first quarter, first quarter and a half, he would have, you know, said, oh, adjusting. Like, this is not working. Let's make adjustments. No, he kept doing the same thing. I blame that entirely on the coaching staff for preparing for a week in advance when you don't have a team that can overlook anybody. Uh, People say it all the time as fans, like, oh, we can't look ahead in two weeks. Like, yes, we can. I'm a freaking fan. I can look ahead next year if I want. But the players and coaches, they, I think they got caught looking ahead in what they thought was an easy win. And right. my goodness, was it a disaster Saturday night? Well, well, it came down to a play each time. You were just a play away in each of these games from winning. So it's not like, you know, and you would have been 2-0. Yeah. Florida State is also, and we talked about this a little bit in our reaction, but Florida State has also flirted. I mean, I don't think people realize. I don't think people know Florida State's bad, but I don't think they realize how bad Florida State has been. Like, we almost lost to Jacksonville State last year, right? Yeah. Without McKenzie Milton. Losing at halftime. Yeah. Some, yeah. <laughs> And we almost lost to Sanford the year before, you know? And so this is not, yeah, I mean, they they found a way to win those. They found a way to lose this. Like, you know, you know how football works. Like, right. you know, teams are pretty even a lot of times, and then it comes down to one big play here or there. And in the last couple of years, I mean, they were lucky to make some big plays to beat FCS schools, and this time it bit them in the butt. Yeah. So, I mean, I, yeah. you know, obviously – that's really putting lipstick on a pig to say that like, it wasn't that big of a deal, but like if right. the last three years, like it's the same thing. Like we just happened to be unlucky this one time, but we were lucky the first two. So that's yeah. just how bad FSU is now. Okay. So what are your miss making you proud though? We'll, we'll get to him. I got a whole segment <laughs> lined up for him. Like at least we have him uh, to, to make a smile, but you know, I still watch that game on Sunday, like bitter about Saturday night, but it was yeah. fun to watch him go off. What do you, what do you think? Uh, Florida State, are you shocked? Are you not shocked that this line is only five and a half, six points? So Florida State is only a five and a half point dog to Wake Forest on the road. Not that Wake Forest is some world beater, but man, to only be a five and a half point dog, like I, I think Wake Forest covers that pretty easily. What are your thoughts? Yeah, I think they could cover, but there's always whenever you see a spread like that and you scratch your head and you're like, why is this this the spread like? Vegas knows something and you have to, it's never easy and it's never like obvious. So you have to, sometimes when that's, when I think it's obvious, I bet the opposite because I'm telling you there's a reason and you're going to watch the game and be like, Oh shit. It's yeah. 
it's never it's never easy and there's a reason that this that's the spread so vegas always wins yeah I, I think we all kind of thought that with the notre dame game we were like how are they only a seven point underdog and then they end up covering right like they end up covering the spread and losing by three in overtime and so um I just have no confidence in FSU um, <laughs> to uh, to rebound after that loss to Jacksonville State. I'd love to be wrong. Um, what do you think well, ends up? Their season's over, so it's not oh. like you have a shot at the playoffs. So now it's like look forward to next year and think about like what you're doing you that really early. What do you? I mean, <laughs> Ohio State lost to Oregon. I know our season's over. We're not making the playoffs. I mean, well, we lost to a good team. We look like shit. Yeah. So, like there's no way to beat Alabama. And that's the, t you have to look at some of these right. top teams. Like there's last year, I really thought we, we had a shot, um, mm -hmm. but you just, there's no way we're going to beat that kind of, that kind of talent. So. I actually thought you guys would give Alabama a run for their money and they are just absolutely on a level, another level, another planet. Um, even if you guys are, I mean, your schedule is not terrible, right? Like you play Penn state. That'll be a tough one. Michigan at the end of the year. I, you know. I feel like now at this point for Buckeye fans, it's like if we beat Michigan, we, we won the season. Like right. that's just how it is. So on Alabama, though, they have a big one this weekend. They're, a two, yeah. they're more than a two-touchdown favorite. They're a 15.5-point favorite in the yeah. swamp. Mm -hmm. Obviously, we uh, there's not a lot that we can take pride in our season, but we can cheer against our rivals. So yeah. uh, is Alabama going to go beat Florida's brains in this week, or what's going to happen there? Yeah, so I love these big spreads with these big-time schools. Um, I actually took FAU week one to cover against Saw UF, that. and that yeah. was bad. And down I love the wire. Yeah, it did come down to the wire, and I do – yeah, I, it was a backdoor cover. got to love a backdoor cover when it's in your favor, <laughs> especially your school. I went to FAU, so that Owls. was – Yeah, go Owls. And you know what? A couple of years ago, I went to the Buckeye home opener – against uh it was FAU against the Buckeyes in Columbus and FAU covered too and it, they came within the closest to beating Ohio State all season so you just never know with some of those schools UF is a good school um they they have some quarterback issues right now um but I kind of like them uh what is it it's more than two touchdowns 15 and a half mm-hmm I don't know. I still might take Alabama there. <laughs> I think that's – I think – see, they they move the ball down the field, uh, the Gators, and Alabama's not used to that kind of offense. So when they play some of these big-time schools this year, that's why people are projecting a couple losses, but I don't think they understood how good Alabama would come out again. Um, I, I'd probably take Alabama to cover, to be honest. Yeah. Yeah. I I feel like they do – I hope they do. I had a lot of jokes made my way this week, so I need to be able to give it back to uh, yeah. to the rivals. Uh, Richie, there's another in-state rival that plays a big one this weekend. Yeah, so Amanda, staying in the uh, Big Ten, uh, where what's home to you? Uh, Michigan State at Miami. Yeah. I, I think it was six and a half points last I saw. I got the Canes on upset alert, and it's not just because they're a hated yeah. rival. I, I think, you know, Alabama – clearly did what they wanted with Miami. They almost right. lost to App State, and now they got Michigan State coming in. That's a tough three-game stretch. Right. Yeah, I don't know. I have a lot of Michigan State fans coming in town for this game, <laughs> and I I, I kind of like Michigan State here. I don't want to like Michigan State, but you, Hurricanes are a bunch of garbage. Do you guys see that cat? <laughs> Do you see the cat hanging? In yes. 
Yeah. The American flag catching him. That was so sad. Was I think that was the most excitement those fans have had all season, honestly. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I, I like I like Michigan. So you like Michigan State outright or just on the points here? I, I might take money line. I, I think I might as well. I mean, they barely beat Appalachian State. Yeah. Yeah. Like yeah. Miami's getting the skate yeah. by a lot right now because of how bad FSU is. Like if FSU was just average, like Miami would get everyone's focus here in Florida. But you know, I, I love I when the spread is that small, I like taking I like taking money line. Yeah, because Miami's it's either gonna win by yeah. 10 or lose, right? That's like, the big big money. Yeah. Um, all right. Speaking of big money. Mm-hmm. Jameis Winston had quite a day on on Sunday, right? Yeah, and I took um, the Packers. Ugh, I took the Saints, but I'm a homer, and so you know my 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 Instagram bio literally says Jameis Winston apologist. So Jameis set out. Jameis claims to be a fan who roots for the Saints, so that that's what TJ is for us. I'm more of a players fan, is what I'd say. Like I was a Kobe guy, I'm a Messi guy. Okay. I like Jameis, so I mean. Right, you're not loyal to teams, you're loyal to the players. Yeah, like I cheer for the Bucks. Like I want the Bucks to win, but if they play Jameis, like sorry guys, you know, yeah. drop those games. So yeah. he sat out a year, sat behind Drew Brees, um, didn't throw for a ton of yards, but five touchdowns, no picks after throwing 30 picks the last time he saw the field. Um, thoughts on Jameis's game on Sunday? Yeah. And it's just it's a small sample size, but has Sean Payton fixed him? Like what what are your what are your thoughts on him going forward? So I took the Saints to be pretty good this year. I actually took him to win the division. Um people thought I was nuts. Oh, but if you look at no. their record without Drew Brees, they went eight and one without Drew Brees in the past two years. They have a great team around him. And I, that's why I'm not giving all the credit to to Jameis, but I mean they have a great defense, they have a great line, they give him they give him time in the pocket. And they have great coaches. And I don't think – I mean, I think Kirk Cousins – let me give he's, – he's, he's, let me think. Who's a good guy to say? I think he's a struggling quarterback. Carson Wentz, this is a good example. Carson Wentz could probably go into New Orleans and throw five touchdowns. I, I just believe that it's the team around him that's good. I mean, that's why a couple of years ago he had such a shitty line, such shitty receivers. That's why he threw just as many interceptions as he did his touchdown. It was on in a bad situation. Um, I don't know if, you know, I wouldn't say it's Peyton maybe sitting for a year and humbling himself a little bit and going in and throwing some of those big-time passes when they needed one to build his confidence a little bit maybe. Um, but I think the Saints overall are just a good team. He fits the scheme there quite well. So I'm listen, I'm happy for them. The Saints don't bother me. They're an NFC team. Um, and they're they're a team I I took to do well, and everybody called me an idiot. So at this point, I hope they do great. Um, he did a couple of times, obviously, turnover. It's never been about talent, right? Like right. You know, even the year with the interceptions, he threw for mm-hmm. five thousand yards and thirty-three right. touchdowns. Um, but interceptions being a, a big deal. He did look like he was a little more slow with mm-hmm. things, like in a good way, right? Like he was a little more like he, he threw a couple of passes away. He took off running a couple of times, protected the ball. Right. Um, he was also a rookie before. I mean, you come into the NFL and, you know, he just gets nervous and throws interceptions kind of like Lamar did a couple of years ago just to get the ball out. He's, yeah, maybe he's learned to hold on to it. And 
I listen, I'm rooting for him, but he's also got some receivers that will catch anything that comes their way now. So I think that helps out too. Yeah. Um, I last thing on Jameis and then I'll let Richie kind of take over. He, uh, his MVP odds went from 4,000 to plus 4,000 to plus 2,500. I don't know how much future stuff you do. And I'm not yeah. saying he wins the MVP, but I am saying if he throws five touchdowns and no picks every single week, he will win the MVP. Yeah. Uh, thoughts on thoughts on can he be that? Can he be in that top five at the end of the year? Right. Cause the MVP will separate themselves, but where's he going to end up? I wouldn't put him in the top five. I, I don't know why. I don't think, I think like he in the five. division. He had a hot start. Who knows? Aaron Rodgers could purposely be trying to lose right now so he gets traded. Like, I don't know what's going on over there in Green Bay either. So uh, let's give it a couple more weeks. But I did just pull up on my phone the spread just to make sure. It's minus three and a half against the Panthers this week, and I love it. I The, the Panthers barely beat the, the Jets. Jets who look, look like they're going to have another high pick in the draft this year. So I love – um, I love that matchup. I think the Saints are gonna are gonna crush it. So I would definitely, if we're that's that's as far as I'm getting right now with futures with that team, I'll take a minus three this weekend. Um, but I don't I don't like him to be MVP. I mean, unless he, if he does, you're coming back on here and we're gonna get yeah, you. Sure. Right if, if Pat Mahomes' arm falls off, <laughs> Tom Brady breaks his knee, maybe. But I don't I don't like it. Maybe, but there's just so many other guys in the league right now that. I get same situations. They're on these, they have these good teams around them, but it's a little more convincing that they're the reason they're winning. I don't know if that's how I feel about Jameis at the moment. And as a Bucks fan, I love that that Panthers Saints spread is only three points because that shows how much further ahead of everyone in the NFC South the Bucks are. Uh, but just thoughts I know you said you'd pick the Saints to win the division. Uh, most recent odds have the Bucks at minus 225, the Saints at plus 300, Falcons and Panthers, no chance at all. Uh, do you still feel good about the Saints, or are you looking at the Bucks a little more now, yeah. saying, hey, they should win it? So the Bucks, I took them to obviously go to the playoffs. I think they're going to have an average. But here's the thing. The Bucks had a very average season last year. They almost lost the Giants on Monday Night Football. They barely got by with some of these regular season games. Look at Thursday Night Football. They barely lost to the Cowboys. I don't think the Cowboys are that great either. Um, I just think that, you know, it takes them a little bit to heat up. And, you know, I'll say some guys that weren't there at the start of last season looking hot, like AB immediately looks really good now. And, you know, their defense and is right back where it left off. And, you know, Bruce Arians is not slowing down. Like, I think that they have a shot to be a Super Bowl team again. But I do think the Saints are going to give them a run for their money. Um I like the Saints to be just as good at the end of the – I think those matchups are going to be fun. Um, That's going to be fun. But Brady never – I mean, there's been a couple seasons, I guess, on the Patriots where he's had really great regular season uh, wins. But I feel like they they only won 11 games last year, and now there's 17 games. There's an extra game. I think I took them to win like 11 again, and people went off. But I'm like, they they have to play the – Look at who they have to play twice. I mean, they have to play a couple of – they have to play Saints twice. They have to play – I think they, they have a hard LA. Yeah, they go to L.A. They play Buffalo. They've got some tough games in there for sure. And then, like, there's always a game or two that sneaks up on you and you don't expect to – I mean, they, they were fortunate to get past the Cowboys. Like, Dallas left a lot of points on the field, but they easily yeah. could be 0-1 right now. Uh, yeah. I do think the Bucks win the division, but I like Amanda's – I'm hoping Amanda's right on this one. Yeah, so I mean, either way, they're both going to be – they're both going to the playoffs. I feel good about that. 
Yeah. So you mentioned that everyone's looking forward to those Bucks Saints. Not in my house. My wife is a diehard Saints fan. I'm a Bucks okay. fan. This is twice a year, just full on. We'll be in Tampa for uh, when Jameis makes his return to Raymond James. But yeah. I know you mentioned the Saints, and I do think they have a really good team. Uh, but mm-hmm. who else in the NFC do the Bucks need to be looking out for? Obviously, the Cowboys almost took the first game from them. But I think yeah. a lot of people are looking at, you know, you're looking at the West Coast and uh, those Rams out there. That's who I was going to say. I mean, I think everybody expected Stafford to, well, they had hoped and had imagined that his talent on that team, again, the rest of the team is there. They just needed the quarterback. And now that they have that guy, they he's doing his job. He looked great week one. Um, I, I like the Rams. I said that early, but so did really anybody with a brain. Um, <laughs> I The Cowboys, I'm not, I'm not convinced. You can't convince me yet. Their defense isn't there. Um, I don't listen. If everybody can stay healthy, if I mean, take those like first couple of passes, like CD Lamb just like hitting his chest and dropping it. I'm oh, just like, God. that is like the Cowboys. That's their season in a nutshell. But um, it's about who stays healthy. Uh, Dak to me didn't look nervous, and I thought he was going to come out like after that, you know, injury and play nervous, and he he didn't. He looked confident. So if that line can protect him. They had so many injuries last year, so many. And that's when people start going down. So if they could stay healthy, maybe they'll win their division. But I don't think they have, they have a shot at, at beating some of these teams. People are even saying the 49ers um, have a shot yeah. at, at going to the Super Bowl. I mean, I'm seeing a lot of analysts take them to go to the Super Bowl, which is crazy to me. I'm I'm not convinced there at all. Um, but they did, they did smoke. Uh, they play this again. I know I took them to cover. They didn't play. I can't keep up. Detroit. They almost blew it against Detroit. Detroit. Yes, Detroit. They were up big. Um, Yeah, I mean, Dallas – I mean, I think what helps Dallas is that the rest of their division is just crap. You know, like the Giants are bad. You know, the Eagles look good on Sunday, but are they going to really put it together? Yeah, right. Yeah, you're playing somebody terrible. Um, Yeah, but that – that NFC West, I mean, what an absolute grind that is with with Arizona, Seattle, and and oh, LA. Wow. That's that's the problem for the 49ers. They play fourteen. Can they all make the playoffs? Yeah, and I mean, the, the Steelers, the Browns, and the Ravens all made the playoffs. So you have to think of that. There, there is a chance they added that extra team. So there's a chance that they that you know three teams in the division yeah. can make the playoffs now. I mean, that's probably what I would pick too, right? Like you you. You know, obviously somebody's going to make it automatically. You think the Bucks and Saints make it. Nobody else from the North, like the Packers will figure it out, but nobody else from the North. Like, you think? Yeah, they, I think they will. I think they will too, but I I just, I'm not sure what's going on with them right now. It doesn't make sense that they, you know, just look that bad. I thought the opposite. I thought Rodgers would come out hot, mad, just like he did when they drafted Jordan Love. And he, I, I like his chance this weekend. Um I think he'll come back, but and look, I think Rodgers will have a good week, but I, I don't know. I We're was, playing the Lions at home, so I, yeah. I hope he does. Yeah, but if they not, are, if not, it's really I'm close. The Lions yeah. play them close, though. That that's division game. You never know. Do you? Okay, so I know you like the Steelers, but if you take your heart out of it, um, first of all, how impressive is Big Ben at like you know, age fifty-seven? But uh, Ben, um, he does look good. Uh, but is it Kansas? Is it Kansas City's conference to win, and then everybody else playing catch up right now? You know, it's funny. Before this weekend, everybody said it was the Bills. The Bills lost one game, and everybody's like, "The Bills suck." I'm like, yeah. "That's they don't suck." Um, no, I don't. Well, so 
prior to the season, I liked the Raiders. I know you think I'm crazy, but now I kind of look smart after this week, but they did play a beat up Baltimore team. I liked some of these teams last year that like, I, I like Cleveland. I like some of these teams last year that were just average to step up. Um, and I like the chiefs have a hard schedule. They have one of the toughest schedules in the NFL and they lost a couple of key guys this year. I don't, I think the chiefs are going to get by, you know, like they did this weekend against the Browns, maybe like keep it close. Like I'm going to bet against the chiefs in the spread pretty often this season. Um, cause they are such big favorites so often. And I don't think they're going to, sm- they'll smoke some of these teams here and there, but I think like, look at last year, they lose to the Raiders. Like there's yeah. going to be some, or, and the char- those are chargers. Um, there's going to be a couple, a couple of teams that, uh, I think surprise us and maybe expose the chiefs this year. That's my prediction. I don't like them to be as good as people think, but no, I think the AFC is a lot better than the NFC. There's like five, the Titans. They, they didn't do great this weekend, but people 99% of the public took the over, I think it was 12 wins that the, the Titans and there's some teams I think that could be pretty good. I don't, I wouldn't say it's a, it's a gimme with the chiefs at all. I think the AFC is more, yeah, I was just gonna say. I think you hit it on the head there with the Chiefs. When a team's that good, it's like Alabama football, right? You just assume they're gonna cover every week. But going yeah. back to 2020, the Chiefs were actually in the bottom 10 percent of the league, eight and 11 against the spread. Yeah, and they made the Super Bowl. But yeah. the, everyone thinks of them as this dominant team. Yeah, and that's a trap you kind of got to avoid. So if you're just a casual better like myself, like I'll bet on games every week. But I'm not going to bet on the Chiefs to cover a 17 and a half point spread in the NFL against a bad team because that just doesn't happen. Yeah, I took Cleveland week one. I knew they'd keep it close. I'm glad the Chiefs won, but I just knew Cleveland would keep it close. And uh, and I also feel like adding the extra game, there's sometimes a hard like. I mean, you, everybody knows the Chiefs are going to be back in the playoffs. Everybody knows the Bucks are going to be back in the playoffs. Like. How do you get up? Now, I mean, it shouldn't be that hard to get up for week one. But, yeah, like you said, when you're playing the Raiders on week nine and you're seven and two going to that game and you, you know, mm-hmm. yeah, like you can get tripped up there. You know, like I would hope that uh, you hope that doesn't happen, but it it does, right? Like it's hard to get up for 17 weeks where the Bucks and the Chiefs, obviously, last year were the strongest was right. when it came to the playoffs, right? Like they know right. how to turn it on at that point. Yeah, I mean, I took – so once my Steelers got eliminated, obviously they were my favorite to win the Super Bowl, just betting with my heart. But after the Steelers got eliminated, I took the Bucks, which was saying they had to beat Drew Brees, Aaron Rodgers, and Pat Mahomes. And I took them to win the Super Bowl um, going into the second round after that wild card weekend. And and they did, and everybody's like, well, duh, like Brady, like that's not impressive. I'm like, but wait, they were like – they were an underdog going into the playoffs. They were not a team people thought were going to win. That was one of those things. I do this sometimes where I'm like, small chance I look like a genius, big chance I look like an idiot. And that time it panned out. Um, But, you know, just like I tried that with USC beating Gonzaga and that one didn't work out. But like sometimes when when it works out, that's, that's beautiful. Um, but people, they were very average. I try to remind everybody. I'm like, they didn't have an amazing regular season last year. It was towards the end of the season. It was like, are they going to make the playoffs? I knew they would pull through, but it wasn't, it wasn't obvious. So yeah, I know they won the Super Bowl, but I think, I think some of these big time teams may 
may struggle. And there's teams like Seattle that everybody's like, ah, oh, their defense looked like shit last year. They're not going to be good. And I mean, look, they look pretty good to me. Their defense might actually be back. It looks like they might have a, a shot this year. And some of those teams that were, you know, on the outside looking in last year, may be able to take it away from those, those big dominant teams. So I'm, I root against the the obvious. I would love a, I would love a, a Raiders. Uh, Thanks. What? Saints, Saint Raiders and Saints. Let's go. All right, fine. Raiders. <laughs> well, like, if if some of those, you know, if a team like that, you know, makes it into the playoffs, that's what I'm rooting for. I'm sick of these. I'm sick of Mahomes. I'm sick of Brady. I respect them, but I'm just, you know, it gets old. Um, how can anybody be sick of Brady though? My goodness, it's the greatest. No, I, I, I mean say because that, he's won I like say a that billion. Jokingly now. knowing that. I've been a Bucks fan that struggled mightily for the past 15, 12, well, really 20 years. Right. And Brady just came in. You know, I know you see a lot of the Florida State stuff behind me. I have a cold corner for the Bucks. Half that was not there because we hadn't right. won anything, but Brady made that happen. I so it's it's really fun rooting for him. Like I don't like the Cowboys. So Thursday night, I got to root for Brady. And I gotta tell you, it's kind of fun when like right. the goat is you know, who you want to win. It's makes things a little less stressful, I guess. Um, it's definitely root. It's definitely better rooting for him when he's getting the ball with a minute to go yeah. as opposed to rooting against him. Because like you, yeah. everybody in the, everybody in America knew what was going to happen do, yeah. with a minute left tonight. Like I'm shocked that I'm almost shocked that Dallas didn't go for it. Yeah. Like just go for it on fourth and run wow. the rest of the clock out. Yeah. I mean, you can't leave some of those guys with any time. It's, it's those experienced quarterbacks in my opinion that can throw the ball not these running quarterbacks that you have to look out for big ben is another one he has he's known for those one minute drives i mean he does it every year a couple times there's a minute left he goes down the field and can throw the ball those guys like lamar look at him this weekend he just had to you know take some time off the clock he ends up running and fumbles it I, i like the guys that sit back in the pocket and throw it when there's like a couple minutes on the clock and they need to go down and win Amanda Vance, thank you for hanging out. Tell us, tell people where they can follow you, where they can find the different things you do, the different things you have going on right now. I know you do like a million things. You don't have to list them all, but tell people where they can, uh, where they can check you out here. Yeah. So um, on Instagram and TikTok at Amanda Casey Vance, I post a lot of my predictions on there. Um, Right now I'm traveling every week to different NFL games was Week one, I was in Buffalo. This week, I'm heading to Arizona for the Cardinals-Vikings game um, with bookies.com. And we are partnering with DraftKings this NFL season. So uh, we have a lot of fun stuff going on. I'm kind of trying to show everybody. I'm giving picks out for every single NFL game. And I'm giving over-unders for the primetime games as well. Um, But we're trying to live through the tailgate experience and and show everybody kind of what it's like at all these games. So Follow along because it's a lot of fun. I jumped on a table this week. <laughs> so, um, I also, let me tell you, for all the FSU fans, she mentioned this earlier, but you took FAU and I saw you sweat that out. Like I was watching your story and you were like sweating that out. And then in the last, like they, I mean, backdoor cover for sure. Um, yeah, that, those are the best though. And, and you yeah. know, sometimes that's like part of, have you seen the movie too for the money with Matthew mm-hmm. McConaughey? Yeah. That, that feeling of like, almost losing or sometimes even losing is what makes it so fun. Like I'd rather a backdoor cover than 
just like smoking them the whole time. Like I, I like that's oh, I'm, I'm too old. That's what makes no, you I can't take the pressure. <laughs> no, so that, that's hilarious. You said that. That is one movie I watch before football season every single year, yeah. and my wife loves it because she kind of learns a little bit. But yeah. I gamble and I lose more than I should. But you know, it, it's all in good fun. But yeah, that two for money. It's such a good movie because there's so mm-hmm. much truth in it that it only a, a degenerate sports gambler would be able to appreciate. So if you don't gamble, you watch that movie, you're like, oh, that's this is terrible. But if you bet yeah. on games, you're gonna love that. I know. I, I'm John Anthony. I'm John let's Anthony. Ask, not, let's not ask this and then <laughs> let's ask this and then we'll get out of here. Let's all go around the horn. What is your worst bad beat ever? I don't know if you guys have to think about it. I know mine. So if you guys want me to go, I'll go first. But uh worst bad beat ever. You go you first. Go first. Give me a second. <laughs> I, so like the number one rule of gambling is not to take parlays, right? Because you know, uh-huh. it's just awful. So I had a four team parlay with three soccer matches and one NBA match. Okay. And I hit on the first three and the, the fourth game. And this was a parlay that I believe I put like two fifty on and it was to win something like, tw- like 1500. Like it was a right. big, and I, I'm not like one of these guys, like I'm not a sharp, right? Like I'm not putting, Hundreds of thousands, you know, so right. that's a lot to me. And I think I was like 22, 23. So when you're like 22 years old, it's even more. Um, that fourth soccer game, it was tied the entire game. And Atletico Madrid scored in the 91st minute oh, a, a penalty to go up. And I, at that moment, I was covering the spread with in the 94th minute, the other team scored – like you score the ninety first minute, you think it's done, and so it finished as a draw, and I lost the bet because soccer soccer is a three way. So uh, the draw canceled it. Literally lost seventeen hundred and fifty dollars, like off yeah. that one kick. I've had a lot of bad, bad uh, last minute things, but one that stands out to me, one that just like I kick myself to this day. It's kind of funny. Um, during the Super Bowl, I took the weekend to have seven outfit changes. Cause he put like millions of dollars into the performance himself. I'm like, ah, this is going to be crazy. He's like an out there guy. He didn't have one. He didn't change one time. That was just, that. that's one. Not I even did. close. But I did take the box <laughs> in the under. So at least that cashed out there. Um, so so that- I can't think of any specific bad beat, but I feel like all of mine happened during college basketball season, right? Yeah. Not during football, because it's a situation where, you know, there's a, it's a six and a half point spread. A team's down by seven and they get fouled in a one-on-one with like three seconds left in the game. Or someone just throws a half court shot up that doesn't have any difference on the outcome of the game, but the spread is just shot. I feel like that happens a lot. Nothing comes to mind. I did, and I'll find the receipt and post if I have to. I did live bet the Patriots at like 25 bucks money line down 28, three against the Falcons. Just oh. because I, I've been drinking, I've been drinking all sure. day and sure. I'm sitting on the couch watching. I'm like, well, it's Brady. That's it's like a normal day Yeah. Right. That, that's yeah, it's a typical weekend in the Barnes household, but yeah, like, and again, it, like it's, it was $25, but I think the payout was like over 300 bucks. It, it was totally worth it. I, I did find one more. And I posted it on my actual Instagram page with like a apology because it was so bad. I literally said <laughs> I took Buckeyes minus 16 and a half to Oral Roberts. And I literally said oh, I had one of the top scoring. Right? 
I literally said in all caps, like they have no chance or Roberts is a quick pace offense, gives Ohio State too many opportunities. This is going to be a blowout. Put your house on it. I said that. And or Roberts won. a March Madness lesson from the gambling gods. I, so. I only remember that because I'm pissed because the Florida Gators got to play Earl Roberts in the second oh, round instead of Ohio State, which they certainly have lost to. No. I know. I was actually looking forward to that. A lot of my friends went to UF, so that was a bummer. Cool. Well, Amanda, thank you so much for hanging out. We definitely appreciate your time. Um, everybody go follow. It's Amanda Casey Vance on Instagram and TikTok. Again, thank you so much for your time. We appreciate it. And we'll have to catch up with you soon. For sure. Go FSU. We'll take it. We'll take that. <laughs> Thanks, Amanda. Thanks. Have a great night. Double fries, no slaw, brought to you by Guthrie's in Tallahassee. Again, you can visit both locations, 1818 West Tennessee Street or 2550 North Monroe. A little bit different episode with Amanda, just a pop-up, talking some NFL, talking some sports betting, some college football. We'll be back tomorrow evening for our regularly scheduled broadcast, breaking down the FSU, previewing, I guess, the FSU Wake Forest game on Saturday night. It's Hopefully you guys I'm enjoyed gonna, that. I'm trying to find time for all these podcasts we're doing. I'm, I'm fairly certain at this rate, I'm going to have plenty of time because with how often you have me hopping on here, my wife is going to divorce me. I want to move into a one-bedroom apartment, and I'll just be all in on the podcast from there. Dude, I'm telling you, this week has been crazy. <laughs> I mean, you're exactly right, but I did. Uh, we did Double Fries on Sunday. Sunday. Yeah. Uh, Monday night, I did the Bourbon Podcast. I was supposed to do um, – Peak to pit last night. I, I called an audible and I'm doing it later tonight. Um, then we obviously did this here on Wednesday. Double fries again on Thursday, Thursday night. Yeah. Friday we get a break. Yeah. And then hopefully Saturday we're doing an instant reaction show. Um, I will say Saturday, this. No, so Saturday we can do instant reaction for both Florida State Lake Forest and Florida Alabama. Because I've noticed from the pod account notifications, we got a lot of hate listeners coming in this week. I'm telling you, the UF fans were very much interested in what we were posting on uh, on uh, Twitter. <laughs> so I appreciate their support. I won't mention him, but one of oh, it's two. Justin. Yeah, I know who he is, bro. He tweeted three times. He tweeted us three times, and he got all of two in like likes. six minutes. Yeah, right. I hope those three tweets were worth both likes that uh, <laughs> that he got on them. But uh, anyway, yeah, you know, I'm I'm all about it. Unless, I mean, uh, you know, I got some reactions to whatever happens this weekend with Wake Forest, so. I'm down to do that around seven yeah. or so o'clock. I'm excited on for Saturday the game, evening. but you know, we'll, we'll do it tomorrow. I'm not giving anything away. I, I might surprise some people tomorrow with, with what I'm feeling right now for this game. I ain't gonna surprise anybody. They'll 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 be expecting yeah. me. So <laughs> um <laughs> anyway, all right. We will talk with you guys tomorrow night. Uh we'll do shout outs and everything else, unless you got something really crazy, but we'll do shout outs and stuff tomorrow. Um, check us out on social media. I almost said bourbon on a budget. It is double fries, no slaw. On uh, Instagram, YouTube, Facebook, Twitter, we're starting a TikTok. We have some TikTok stuff coming out, so enjoy that. Oh, no, we're um, not. Yeah, right, guys, we are. I, I'm sorry. Our doing. last podcast on this network. <laughs> sorry, it's just what has yeah, to happen. Yeah. Um, we will see you guys tomorrow night for our Wake Forest preview. Until then, go Noles. Yeah.